This week's Shabbos is a special one. It's Parshas Shabbos Zachor. What is that? Well, we have a command, a Torah commandment to read about our arch enemy, Amalek. Who is Amalek? Well, a long time ago, we were coming out of Egypt and things were great. I mean, it was terrible in Egypt. Once we came out, it was amazing. Split sea, 10 plagues, manna from heaven, the whole world finally realizing that God runs it. Things were going great. And a small nation from now, what is now modern-day Gaza, came to attack us and lost. Doesn't seem like a big deal, right? We just came out of 210 years of slavery. That's a big deal. A nation that came to attack us and lost seems like not a big deal. But apparently it's a big deal. And that moment shifted their relationship to us forever. And they became our arch enemy, so much so that every year we get in the room, we read a Torah portion that says, remember, to Torah command, remember Amalek and wipe out their memory. Here's the problem. You with me? Their memory has been wiped out. They don't exist. They're not a nation. They don't have a neighborhood. They don't have a country. They don't have an airline. They're out. No handle, no nothing. Their memory, history, wiped out their memory. We have no idea who they are. Stop 10 people on the street. They don't know what you're talking about. Great, God took care of it. But here's the problem. There's a nation that remembers them. Who is the one nation that remembers them? Us. You see, the nation that was charged with erasing their memory is the nation and the only nation that actually remembers them. So what in the world is going on? We have a weekend dedicated to remember them, to erase their memory. Well, if we would just stop doing that, we would all erase their memory. The only reason why we don't erase their memory is because we remember them. If we just stopped the weekend, we would effectively erase the memory. So what in the world does God want from us? How do we remember them to erase their memory? You with me? Does it make sense? What's going on? There's a lot of answers. And if you look in years past, we did a whole bunch. I think every year we try to come up with a new answer. Let me give you the one that is on my heart. Every nation in our history had at least a context for hating us. Egypt was worried that we were going to join, became so big that they were worried that we were going to join the neighboring nation and attack them. Back in the days of uh, countries sparring with countries, when we came to Canaan, they, we, we fought enemies. We were coming to, to conquer a land. Even more modern, Babylonian, Romans, there's some context to hate us. There's one nation with no context. Amalek. We weren't doing anything. They came to attack us for no reason. Why? Because we stood for something. It was a spiritual war. The fight wasn't physical. It wasn't territorial. They weren't trying to conquer our land. We weren't trying to, there was nothing. We weren't conquering theirs. It was our existence. We were a nation alone in a desert. They didn't care about anything but us. That's a spiritual battle. Spiritual battles are eternal. They will always come after us. But here's the problem, God says. You don't want that to be true. You don't want to believe that people don't like you for being a Jew. There must be some other reason. It must be because we're too loud or too quiet or too rich or too poor or too this or too Democrat or too Republican. or too pro or against. It's got to be something. There's no reason why these people wouldn't. It's impossible. We don't want to believe in our core that there are people in this world that are 
Amalekis. They're not physically Amalekis, and we don't know for sure if anyone's an Amaleki. So it's not like we can point and go, I know, but they come from that way. The way of hating us for who we are. And that's uncomfortable. And we don't want to believe it. You know, last week was a great, was a weekend as well. Last week, it's funny how this all works out. God does not run his world. See, this week is the weekend of remembering Amalek. Last week was actually maybe the weekend of Amalek. Because last, last week I got this text. You may have gotten it as well. Let me read it to you. National Day of Hate. How do you like that? Join in a day of mass anti-Semitic action. This is the police bulletin that they picked up. We're calling on all fighters of truth and justice to take a stand and expose the international clique of parasite vermin from Nazi Germany. This comes from, oh no, this comes from United States of America that infest our nation today, vermin infesting. A national day of activism is set February 25th. Make your voices heard loud and clear that the one true enemy of the American people is the Jew. That's right. We are the true enemy of this people. Let me tell you, we refuse to capitulate to the wishes of the anti-white establishment that our race be subverted and controlled by the devil's chosen few. The people demand white power. It is hard to hear that. It is hard to hear anti-Semitism because we want it to be rational but it's not and it never was and it never will be they don't hate us because we do something right or wrong they hate us because of us hard to explain yeah it is but you know who is the grandfather of this stuff Amalek they hated us just because we were who we were. We represented something. We stood for something. And he just looked at it and said, I'll leave my house, put myself at risk, just to kill you. Adolf Hitler will take the trains at the end of, the, of World War II away from the battle lines to the camps to kill a few more Jews just because he hated us. Purim, which is a story coming up right now, and Haman, Haman, will literally take his entire world, his power and influence, and roll it on the dice to kill Jews because he just hated us. You see, part of power of joy and Purim and happiness is not avoiding things that are uncomfortable. It's engaging in them. It's seeing that you could engage in the uncomfortable and survive. And so right before Purim, God says, you got to hear this. You got to get this. They're out there. And when you start to realize it, you become prouder. You stop being so scared. You stop running. You stop hiding. You start realizing that you're part of something. You look around to the others and you go, we're a team. We got this. What's interesting with this, I'll conclude. What's interesting is that notice that we have to defend ourselves. We have to use our heads and our hands. We don't remember a Malik on a battlefield. 
we defend on a battlefield. We don't fight. We don't attack. We defend. Very different. You know, we remember Amalek in a synagogue, in a shul. Do you know why? Because God's teaching us the following lesson. When the world gets scary, remember, as good as you think you are, I'm better. And as much as you got each other's back, I got your back. Remember, when you're going to be up against Amalek, you come to me. I'll take care of you. We're in this together. Your erasing of their memory is in a shul. Because the way you erase their memory is you pray for it. You become better from it. You take on something in yourself that'll bring you closer to me. When we fought Amalek for the first time in the desert, we didn't win because of our military prowess. We won because Moses raised his hands. And when the Jews saw Moses raise his hands, they looked up to heaven. And when they looked up to heaven, they won. And when they looked down to this world, they lost. And God says, that's how it's going to work with these people. You want to know how you're going to erase their memory as you look up. Defend, protect, think for sure. But remember, the way you deal with those people is through me. Get to shul. Get to shul. Everybody get. Come on. On Shabbat. On the one day that is the hardest day to do anything, but any, but just pray. Get to shul. And remember that it's real. But don't worry. It'll make you stronger. It'll make you better. But you got to turn to me. We're living in crazy times. But guess what? This is the, this is the Shabbos that acknowledges it. It's easy to look the other way, but great people don't. They look right at it. And we got to look right at it. We got to look right at it and recognize there's some crazy stuff going on. There's some people that are out to get us. That's just the way it is. They, I don't know, I'm not holy enough to tell you where they come from, but it feels very Amalek But remember, we got God. He's got our back. And so this Shabbos, wherever you are in the world, if you can hear the portion, go do it. Go do it. Find a synagogue. Get in that room. Listen to the famous thing, the Torah obligation. If you can't, take a moment and either read it in a book or, or pray. Wherever you are in the world, whether you're in the shul, out of the shul, it doesn't matter. This Shabbos, which is the Shabbos that's meant for this. When Shabbos comes in the Shabbos, wherever you are, when Shabbos comes in, whether you're lighting candles or not, take it upon yourself to spend two minutes in personal prayer to God. Just stop what you're doing. And say, we're walking into the Shabbos to remember Amalek, to wipe out their memory. I am hereby asking you, Hashem, wipe out their memory. Protect us from them. Protect our families from them. Protect the world from them. Rid evil from this world. Only you can. And we recognize this week is the week you remind us to read Amalek. And the story of Amalek, they only got destroyed because we looked up to you. 
we're looking up to you again. And if all of us, can you imagine if all of us took two minutes as Shabbos was entering this week and put in a moment of prayer? What that could do to shift the spiritual balances to protect us from enemies of national days of hate, of people shooting into windshields, ramming into bus stops, shooting in L.A. I don't got to go through the whole story. We don't got to go through the news. I'll go one step further. Over Shabbos, everyone will have a moment where they'll think of something they should do better. I should be nicer. I should do something better. I should do, maybe I should take on a command. I should do a mitzvah. That's something. Everyone's got something. Take it on. Do it to wipe out Amalek. Do it to wipe out Amalek. Do that small little extra thing. And put it in as, a, as another prayer to wipe out Amalek. You see, one of the great one of the great powers of Amalek is that the Amalek adds into our our world doubt. They're the, they have the numerical value of suffix, which is doubt. And the greatest doubt they give us is the doubt that we can do anything. Who am I? I'm a nobody. But we're powerful. And we're one nation. And God's waiting for us. And so let's this Shabbos actually make it a personalized Zachar. Let's engage and realize that there are Amalekis everywhere. No firearms. No, no panic. Just a little reality that there are Amalekis out there. And we could this week and every week do something about it. And together, who knows? Maybe this generation will be the one that finally wipes out their memory.